gotta clap. Every time we gotta clap. Welcome to our Q&A show, hashtag AskLivelyTV. What's up guys, welcome back to another show. We're doing uh, questions on fitness today, right? Specifically workout related questions is what we asked for on our Insta story today and you guys delivered as you always do, so we're yeah. gonna dive in. Yeah, so we wanna make, um, we enjoy doing themed shows. So, you know, we'll throw in some random shows as well where every question we'll answer, but um, so if you guys have any ideas for theme shows, for upcoming shows, it doesn't have to be fitness, it doesn't have to be nutrition, it can be anything, put in the comments down below. Like we really enjoyed the uh, the Assumptions show. Mm -hmm. And then we did Never Have I Ever. Never Have I Ever show. I actually did a nutrition-related Q&A just on Instagram. So if you follow us on Instagram, you probably saw that already. If you're not following us there, you should be because sometimes we just do random pop-up Q&As just throughout the week. But specifically for this show, we decided to do workout theme. So we could keep all the questions like one category. I thought that might be interesting for you guys. Yeah, so um, if you have your question asked, we always post a story on our Instagram and we post a question tag and we ask you probably, what, two days, three days before we go live with the show? We uh, always Sometimes go, same day. Yes, we always... Oh, before the show goes live. We yeah. try to upload the episodes on Thursdays, yeah. so typically Tuesdays, Mondays, maybe even Wednesdays. Keep an eye open for our stories on Instagram, at LivelyTV. Make sure you're following us there if you haven't already. And uh, I think we should jump right into the show. Let's start with this question from Queen Mary Fitness. Should I wear a weight belt for smaller waist or stronger core creates smaller waist by not wearing it? Wait, did I read that right? Um, also, I do Jess's stomach vacuum. Thanks for your content. It's been a great help. Cool. Okay, so I think she's asking, does a weight belt help make your waist smaller? Well, or should you not wear it? Well, a weight belt, if you're using the term weight belt, for what I understand it, it's, and you say something about it for a stronger core, yeah. it's meant to, when you're doing heavy lifts, it's meant to help keep your body tighter, more stronger, so that when you're doing heavier lifts like squats and deadlifts, that it's keeping your body like rigid in form so mm -hmm. you're, you're not putting yourself at risk for injury. But there's the debate on if you should use those or not because A, if you're not strong enough to lift the weight, like raw, which is what they call it, without any straps, without any belts or anything, should you really be lifting that weight? It's, a, right. it, it's one of those debates. So if you're training to get stronger, like to be a strong man, then yes, those would come in handy. But if you're just training for everyday fitness, I personally don't use weight belts. Exactly, I think weight belts are really used for, like you said, protection of your core like so that an injury doesn't happen when you're lifting something yeah. ridiculously heavy. So I don't think you, if you're following our programs and you're kind of training like live lean style, you're probably not lifting weights that heavy anyway. Okay, so, let's back it up. I don't want the people to think that we don't promote lifting heavy weights. No, I know, but there's heavy and then there's like that heavy. Like there's I, different I, types of heavy. I know, but there's probably a lot of yeah. new people watching the show and right. they're like, oh, maybe Live Lean TV and Living Lean is all about it's lifting all pink dumbbells. <laughs> and I've been doing this for seven years on this show and I've been trying to get it into people's heads that lifting pink dumbbells is not going to get you the physique that you want. Right, but we're also not telling you to go out there and lift three times your body weight. No, but we, we're talking about lifting weight that's going to challenge you, that's, that you're going right. to fail out on with proper form and it's not about the pink weight. I just, I'm, I, I, I just have to put that out there mm -hmm. because people can take that the wrong way when you say, when you're living lean, we don't lift heavy weight. 
No, I didn't. Okay, did it sound like that? I didn't mean it like that. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I I I, I just obviously meant like that extremely heavy. You're not lifting heavy weights to that extreme. I obviously understand what you said, yeah. but I'm saying put it in for context for everybody else out there who may be new to the show. Right. Because there's a lot of fitness people out there that promote. You know, lightweights, oh, lightweights, never lift more than three because pounds. Yeah, they're trying to reach the mass audience and make it as easy and simple and as excuse proof as possible. Mm -hmm. But I'm keeping it real. Like we keep it real here on Live Lean TV that if you want the physique that you see, the celebrities have that you want to look like, or the people on the cover of the magazine, strength training with weights that's going to reach failure safely is the way to go. Yeah, safely, of course. But I feel like we've gone on a tangent with this question. But um, if your goal is to get a smaller waist, which it sounds like it is from this question, I don't think that, you know, wearing a weight belt has really anything to do with that. It's like a different correlation of what a weight belt is for. Yeah, they may even be referring yeah. to those weight waistband waist things. Trainer? Yeah. That basically the corset around your stomach. Which is different than a weight belt. Which I'm not a fan of because like you're literally compressing all the organs in your stomach and like you just wasn't, your body wasn't meant to have that wrapped up like that for an extended period of times. It may help like give you the look that you're looking for but. Like under clothes. Is yeah. it a good long-term thing for your overall health and for your posture and for everything else? I would say no, I X on that. Right, and people that you see that have tight, small, tiny waists are not getting it by using one of those, usually. They're eating right, yeah. they're lifting weights, right. they're getting in their cardio, and they're sleeping and recovering. Yeah, That's... and plus, I like how you mentioned you're doing the stomach vacuums that I've shown yeah. here on YouTube, because yes, that is kind of like the truth to actually getting a smaller, slimmer waist. And it's the same yeah. thing, but it's not an extended period of time. So you're doing- well, and it's natural, it's like- That's what yeah. I mean. Like you're <laughs> yeah. doing it for a short period of time. You're, it's you're, an exercise. It's an yeah. exercise to Versus tighten your stomach, like, you know, the mm -hmm. inner sides of your core. Not like wearing it for hours a day that's just like compressing you like this. It's just yeah, not the way to do it. And I do think, you know, by not wearing a weight belt, it does make your core stronger. Yeah. I do. I, so I, I would, agree with the second half of your question. Because you're not relying on right. another mechanism to keep you tight. Like you have to physically keep you tight as opposed to, oh, I got a weight belt on so I can just let it loose. Right. Yes. I do think you run the risk it's of like, not contracting your yeah. abs when you're wearing one. So I would say don't wear one. All right. Good question. Yeah. So the next one from Sarah Kim 93, how long does it take to master a proper push-up, mm. and should it be done every day? So that's a tough question because it depends. Like <laughs> yeah, for some people they're gonna do a push-up quicker than other people because maybe they're stronger. Uh, maybe they don't have as much body weight to move. There's many different factors to it. Uh, maybe they're being coached by somebody. Maybe they're more consistent with it. There's a lot of different factors that come into it. But I would say like if I was training you one-on-one, -on -one, like you came you know, to the fitness studio and, and you said, my goal is to get one push-up. How long will it take me? I would have to assess you why we're doing it to see where you're at. But I would be willing to, I'd go on the line to say that I could get you to do a push-up and maybe like one to two weeks. Mm -hmm. That's I, that's interesting because I feel like my answer to this question is like, I know it's different for everyone. Obviously there's a wide range of like people who are stronger, weaker, have um, other complications going on, right? But I would say for most clients, I would expect you to be able to master a proper pushup within a few months. I think it takes a few months of like coaching and working towards it and um, you know, 
practicing push-ups with proper form and with proper progressions. That's what that that's yeah. my point to it. So, I think it takes more than a few weeks, like uh, two weeks would be like fast, I think. It would be fast. But again, yeah. like to put context around it, like I said, it really depends on where you're at, it does. but if you came into this into, you know, train with me, yeah. and like with the right coach. With the right yeah. coach with you know, you've with the right motivation. You've moved your yeah. body in the past. Like, there's so many different factors yeah. to it. But obviously, some people are gonna take longer than others. But the, I think your point on progressions—that mm-hmm. is the key. Like, when you say push-up, do you mean do you mean like a regular normal push-up, um, or do you just mean like a push-up on the knees or something else or an incline? There's well, so many proper push-up. Okay, which proper I think she push-up. Means like a proper right. push-up. And so, yeah, for some people, doing it on the knees is a progression, but in order to get you from that yeah. to doing okay. real ones, I think it takes months. So now that we looked into that question, so we I actually have a video that I did on push-up progressions on our uh, Live Lean TV channel. Remember we shot in New York City that time? Mm. And I showed you different progressions to start from point zero to get you to do your real um, regular form push-up. Yeah. So um, I think you should go check that. Just go to LiveLeanTV.com, search push-up progression, and you can see that video and it'll teach you how to do it properly. Yeah, I did one too on how to stop doing girly push-ups. Yeah, you did too. So one. we have yeah. lots of resources over on LiveLeanTV.com. But I do think this is an important goal. Like, don't just stick with the, yeah, the I love knee these push-ups goals. for the rest of your life. Like, oh. everyone should be able to do a proper push-up, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I th- think it's important. So. I was referring to, I love these goals where people like, I want to do a pull-up. Yeah. I want to be able to squat my body weight. I want, like as opposed to I just want to lose weight. Yeah. Like I love like strength performance style goals. So yeah. big on you for wanting to master a push-up. So go check out those resources and, and yeah. we will get you there. The great thing is, is when you go after performance goals, you usually simultaneously Everything, reach your physique yeah, goals, it's a which great is kind point. of amazing. It's a great yeah. point. And speaking of a lot of people have pull-up goals. Yes. Someone just launched a pull-up program. Maybe <laughs> we should launch be? a push-up program too. Oh, honestly, would you guys be interested in that? Can you let us know in the comments? Would you want to see a push-up progression program, like a 30-day or a six-week course or something? That would be kind of good yeah. cool too. But we just launched a 30-day pull-up progression program. So this is designed to take you from not being able to do a proper pull-up to in 30 days getting your first pull up. So I am just so excited to see you guys put this program to use and like master this goal because push-ups are hard, yes, but pull-ups are yeah. like next level hard, yeah. especially for women. So pull I thought up, it was really important. Pull-ups are like one of the true signs of fitness. When somebody can oh, do a pull-up, yeah. you know like this person That's a fit is person. strong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> next question from Marge Yeek says, tips for how to learn to go running or slash on jogs. So any tips to learn to go mm. running or jogs? I would, so I mean. How to learn to do that. I would first ask you, you know, why is that important? Um, like, why do you want to go on jogs? Like, if it's because you want to just be out in nature and, and get, move your body and you've heard people say it's good for to lower stress, then that's one thing. If this is for body recomposition where you want to lose weight, you want to build muscle, you want to get leaner, I would say jogging would not be the right way to go. So first I would just ask you what your goal is because most people think, oh, I'm just gonna go out for a jog and I'm gonna get in great shape because that's how you lose weight or that's mm-hmm. how, jogging's not the right way to do it in my opinion. Um, but running, so when you say running, running to me would mean like uh, shorter duration sprints. So higher intensity sprints, like 20 seconds and then take a break and then you do it again. So. How to learn how to do that is a different thing than learning how to jog. Yeah, and I think the best way to learn anything 
is to like there's two different ways basically it's like hire a coach to teach you how personally or follow a program designed yeah. by a coach and that's what we have uh, that's what we create our programs for basically is to teach people to learn certain skills so for running and jogging specifically i think living sprint 2.0 would well, be our best fit not for jogging not for well yeah no for jogging but yeah so i guess it depends on like what is your ultimate goal here so, but it's like if you want to get really good at cardio kind of activities, yeah then yeah. i guess the question is like are you looking to train to become a better runner or a jogger if that's the case then i would work with a one-on-one -on -one running coach mm -hmm. or a coach or a cross-country like that. coach that sort of thing but if you're just looking to get in better shape and running is the way you want to do it then you should check out live lean sprint 2.0 that's my sprinting program where i teach you how to get in amazing shape so it's a cardio-based program it's three, three right, times no. three times the fat loss and three times less the time is what we call it because mm -hmm. the workouts are 20 minutes or less there's a couple that are maybe 25 minutes, but then you're done. So I would go check out that program right there if your goal is body recomposition. Mm -hmm. And you may be like, oh, I'm such a beginner, I can't sprint. Like, I, Sprinting is all relative to your current fitness level. So yeah. a sprint to me is like, yes, I'm sprinting, but a sprint to somebody who's a beginner could literally just be a fast walk. That's still a sprint if it's getting your heart rate to that level where it needs to be to help you, you know, recompose your body. And we mm -hmm. teach you how to do that in the course, in the program. We teach you where your heart rates need to be and that sort of thing. So I think to your second point, be on a court, get, follow a program, that would be it. But again, if you're looking to just learn how to become a better runner, a running coach would be your way to go. Lily mm -hmm. Allers. <laughs> How do I firm up my flabby arms without equipment? There are so many arm exercises you can do without equipment. There's dips, there's push-ups, there's a lot of resistance bands, stuff. you want no equipment at all. It kind of makes me wonder why don't you want to use any equipment? Like, are you not willing to buy small things for your house, like dumbbells? I'm surprised you took that Resistance approach. bands. Why? What do you want to say? Well, first I would have said there's no such thing as spot reduction. During... I meant like firming her flabby. Because when I think flabby, I think like loose muscles that need firming. I don't think of fat. I don't think she's talking about losing fat. Flabby arms doesn't mean about... losing fat. How do I firm my flabby arms? So I'm guessing you don't want to lose weight in your arms, right? You just want to tighten up the muscles, okay, right? Maybe. That's how no, I took the I, question. I don't, but I'll, I'll let you. But I, like I get what you're saying because <laughs> so, like if you did want to lose weight in your arms, arm exercises are not yeah, going to do it. Like so that the funky chicken is not going <laughs> to have you lose arm fat. Yeah. So like we always have to put that out there that spot reduction. What I mean by spot reduction is it simply means you can't be like I got flabby triceps so i'm just going to do as many tricep exercises as i can to lose that fat on the back of my arms it doesn't work that way that works for um like you said for building muscle so if you want to build muscle in your biceps mm -hmm. then bicep curls if you want to build muscle in your tricep tricep extensions that works like when you're trying to target a muscle group mm -hmm. but targeting a fat area on your body does not work so the your body loses fat just overall fat mm -hmm. but some people have areas of their body that the fat stays there till the very end but don't you think don't you agree with me though that flabby is different than fatty like <laughs> <I> right <know. laughs> like come on comment guys down <laughs> comment below does flabby and fatty fat, fatty are the same thing <laughs> I like if you got a no. you got a flabby belly it's a fat belly 
I don't know. I think it could also mean like loose muscles. So I don't even know what loose muscles yeah. mean. What does loose muscles like, even mean? Like untoned triceps. Like triceps that have no tone. So they just like. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Laugh. Like I don't know, man. Maybe I'm taking the question wrong way. Yeah. I feel like I would have you, you know, learn different upper body exercises. And I have a specific upper body program that I designed to go along with my booty programs. It's called Guns to Go With Your Buns. So it's all upper body exercises, all things that will help like tighten up your upper body. But yeah, like you said, if if you're if you feel like you need to lose fat in your arms, it's not just arm yeah, exercises so, that you need. Okay, so my approach to this, and this is like you guys here, we take different sides to things all the time. Yeah. You guys seem to enjoy hearing both sides of it. Mm -hmm. So my side to this is, is more full body exercises. That's going to help you burn the most fat because you're incorporating more muscle groups. So compound exercises. So yeah. for instance, like squats and burpees, and I know you said no equipment, but you can still do body weight squats. You can do burpees. You can do jumping jacks, like just full body movements where you're incorporating more muscle groups. That's going to help you burn more overall calories, which is then going to burn body fat and then eventually get to the fat on the back of your arm. So mm -hmm. the program that I would recommend you go try out is liveling15.com. That's my 15 minute program where it's a follow along. You're training right alongside me. It's only 15 minutes, but since it's 15 minutes, we got to go, I don't want to say hard because there's different levels to it. It's basically scalable. So if you're not as advanced, you can stay at a another level um, but you have to give it your all but you got to give it your yeah. all because it's only 15 minutes so that's a program and we can link that up down below um, but your program is great if you want to take the approach where you want to shape mm -hmm. that muscle yeah because it's more of a, a, a toning and the other thing is too guys when we talk about building muscle i don't want you to get the wrong yeah. impression because to build your muscle doesn't necessarily mean to increase the size <laughs> of it right and i don't want you to think that building muscle in your arms is going to make them like Arnold Schwarzenegger like massive right because that requires also calorie surplus and like really extreme that's that's yeah. the other point calorie you need to be in a calorie deficit yeah to lose well, that body fat as well we're not talking about fat loss on this question we though, are do we? <laughs> I think we are I don't know I feel flabby like, arms is fat no, loss if if I were your coach I would have you eating <laughs> at maintenance calories and focusing on toning your muscles like well, building them well, but like in a toning if way. I was your coach I would ask you yeah. what do you mean by flabby arms is it fat I know. <laughs> that's what I'd like. I okay let's move on we're not like sure what flabby means like I think we need an explanation let us know okay <laughs> yin jinifel what do you think about running a long distance to lose weight? Okay, so we kind of already mm. talked about this. I disagree. Long with that. distance endurance running is not great for fat loss and for keeping it off because right. when you're doing that, your body is under stress. Any marathon runner will tell you after a marathon, they are so unhealthy mm -hmm. because they put their body through so much stress. It's not necessarily a health thing to do, it's more of a performance thing to achieve. Right. So, um, Long distance endurance running, again, I think I said it, it's going to put stress on your body, which raises cortisol, which potentially makes you store more body fat. I like short endurance, like I said, 20 minute HIIT workouts for cardio when that's what you're going to do. Long distance running may be okay for like overall weight loss, which is what you said to lose weight. You're probably going to lose some weight doing that, especially if you're not used to running at all. But if you specifically want to lose fat and get lean and toned, and shredded, you know, you want to think more like a sprinter, like just yeah. look at a sprinter's body. Like they usually have really great muscle tone and they're super, super lean. So I would have you 
not doing long distance yeah, running. Yeah, and, and the other thing is with long distance running, like you're gonna burn a lot of calories because it's for over a long period of time, yeah. but a lot of people get so hungry that they just eat it back, but they don't eat it back, they eat even more oh. because you just, your, your hunger hormones are just like, give me food, give me food, give me food. So again, keep it short, keep it intense, and you're gonna get better results. So Masaraya, can you suggest affordable, no-show, no-camel-toe, high-rise <laughs> legging brands online? <laughs> well, I don't think this question was supposed to make yeah. the show. <laughs> How do you get rid of camel-toe, Brad? <laughs> yeah, this is a question I'll leave to you. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think camel-toe is kind of like... Uh, it doesn't, it's not necessarily like that any brand is like an anti camel toe brand. It just, you have to adjust your leggings kind of down. Like that's what I feel like. It's like, you can't, it's not like specific leggings that will not give that to you. But, um, I don't know the, my favorite brands of leggings are Akira Grace and skins are my top two favorites. I like those both and I don't have a an issue with them in that arena. So hopefully that helps you. I will put the links in the description box for you guys if you wanna check out those two brands. They are high quality leggings. So they're more on the expensive side, but they will last you maybe a good long while. Maybe that's so. why they don't show, because they're yeah, high quality. I would say go for more expensive leggings rather than cheaper ones, because you're usually gonna get smoother, yep. like, yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is awkward. Next question. <laughs> Chardet Coda says, stairs are running. Will stairs build muscle? I know running leans them out. I like the leaner look, not so muscular, but I enjoy stairs. I enjoy stairs. <laughs> I love stairs. <laughs> yeah. More so than running for sure. Well, I feel like either one of those, depending on how you use it, is going to lean you out. Mm -hmm. Don't you think? Yeah, I mean, again, like, where's the calories at? Like, right. This, like, the nutrition <laughs> side plays such a huge role that right. if you're in a calorie surplus, you're potentially building muscle. If you're in a calorie deficit, you're potentially losing muscle if it's too much of a deficit. So it really depends. I think stair running is incredible. It again, it comes back like any form of exercise in many ways, like resistance training, cardio, hit, sprints, whatever it is, it's gonna be great for an overall aesthetic lean physique. Then comes in your nutrition is if you're eating more calories, it's gonna help you build more muscle. If you're eating less calories, it's gonna help you burn fat. Right, but there are different ways you can use running and or stairs, right? You, you can, can do running fast <clears throat> and like uh, short breaks and or you can do long distance running same thing on the stairs you could go like slow and steady or you could do sprints on the stairs yeah so it just kind of depends on how you use either one but I don't think you can compare them like side by side and say this one makes you lean and this one makes no. you muscular it's not really like no. that both ha both have their place which is why we have both of them in my live lean sprint program like we have yeah. um, stairs workouts in there we have sprint workouts in the track we have sprint workouts at the treadmill right. that's why we like variety, variety. as well because it's gonna keep your body guessing. It's not gonna make you bored. You're gonna look forward to it because it's something new when you go to the gym or when you look at your workout schedule on your phone. It's like, ooh, I'm sprinting stairs today, awesome. Then yeah. two days, three days later, oh, good, I'm sprinting at the track, awesome. May, I'm sprinting on the treadmill, great. Right. So, but the other thing you mentioned is like you enjoy the stairs, which I think is an important factor yes. too because you're actually going to do it if yes. you enjoy doing good it. Good point. So if you hate, hate, hate running, but you feel like you have to do it because it'll make you leaner, I would say, no, don't feel like that because you can get just as lean using the stairs and you can enjoy it more. So I think I stairs think... going to make you leaner. Yeah, do and you? It, if you're referring to running long distance at a slower pace, 
Like if that's yeah, what you're. Yeah, but I don't know if they're saying. Yeah, that, again, yeah. we don't know enough about the question. Yeah. But if you're talking about endurance running, like going out to run a, a you know, five k or whatever, versus, versus running sprinting stairs. stairs for twenty minutes, yeah. sprinting stairs all day, all stairs. night. Yeah, all day, all night. Yeah. <laughs> Silly Seer says, "How do you know when to increase the weight to keep the body challenged?" Great question. Oh, I feel like that's easy to know because when you don't feel challenged, that's when you know, right? Yeah. Like, like if I, you're in the middle of a set and you're like, oh, this is easy for me, that's when you know. Um, it's important to feel tension. Like there's many different aspects to this. Like you could say lift as heavy weight as you possibly can. And then when you're doing it, your form's all crazy. Like if you're on the bench, you're like, that's not good. you're like yeah. throwing everything into it. Or if you're in, into a squat and, yeah. or whatever, like keep everything tight. That's one of the most important things when you're lifting. If you can keep the form tight and then you're lifting it out and if your program says 10 reps and you're hitting the, the 10th and the 11th rep and you still have some in the tank, that's when you need to go heavier on your next set. Yeah. If your program says 10 reps again, your next set, you're like on that ninth rep and you're like, oh, this feels like I can't go and then you go one more rep and you hit it, that's the good weight. Do that. When you just barely make it to do, the end of yeah, the Yeah, do that yeah. weight for your next set and then you know. It's it's kind of like it comes with experience. Like you're yeah, going to know if you look at your program, it's like, okay, today's dumbbell chest press. 10 reps, okay, I know 10 reps, it's going to take about 80 pounds we're going to do. Mm -hmm. So then you can take out 80 pounds and if you're like, oh, I feel strong today and you can get two or three more reps out after 10, you're like, okay, next set, let's bump it up. Yeah. And I do think that... Um, a beginner it's going to be so much harder for you to know like oh, when i mean that's a great like uh, beginner question like how do you know like i think it took me a long time to figure that out but after some time and some experience training you just know you just like know. you can feel when you're in the right tension zone and when you're not yeah so, so i would say first yeah. focus on form first especially if you're yes. a beginner like make sure your form is i'm gonna say on point but i know you're a beginner so it might be a little bit sloppy but just make sure that it's like that you're not ignoring safe, it yeah. that it's mm -hmm. safe and then start to add the weights on once you feel like the form is a little bit tighter and you're, you're safe. You're feeling it in the muscles well. You're not feeling it in the joints. Like if you're just throwing weight around and it's like, I don't know where I'm feeling this or I'm feeling it in my elbow or yeah, feeling my feel wrist. Wrong places. Yeah. Lower the weight, slow it down. Make sure you're contracting the muscle to move it. Like come down and then like it's a chest press, initiate the chest and then press up, bring the elbows together. There's so many different coaching cues, but that's one of the things you get with our programs as well is that we have exercise demo videos for all the exercises with coaching cues so we tell you exactly what you should be looking out for when you're going through the range of motions. I love that question though. I mean, thank you for asking that because I think it really brings light to the fact that you all should feel challenged when you're working Definitely. out. Like to me, a workout is so boring if it's easy for me. That's what, it's like, ugh, why am I even doing this? You're going into the gym to <laughs> yeah. get stronger. Right. So when you're walking out, you're stronger than when you first walked in. Yes. So you need to be challenged. If that not, you go forward. you're not changing. Mm -hmm. You're not changing. And I think too many people stick in that like safety comfort zone of like not changing, not moving forward, not getting stronger because they don't know when to challenge themselves or when to increase things yeah. but that's an amazing question because you do like the way you know is by like pushing those limits like taking a chance i love trying. how i love how in the beginning you're like that's an easy question i know at first and, like, and i was like that's a great question you're like that's an easy question and now you're like three times in a row that's a great question that's a great question. That's amazing the more i think about it the more i love that question <laughs> all right last question of the show from stacy lily yj 
I'm doing Formula X, woo woo, round yeah, two, yeah. and want to add some extra hit sessions. Any suggestions? Oh, yes. Oh, girl, you are crushing yeah. it. I'm actually like really impressed to hear that you want to add more to it. Well, I, was gonna, I think that program is hard. I was yeah. going to say, first of all, like since you designed the program, would you recommend additional hit sessions if she's feeling like she's up to it? Or would you say, no, take that time to recover. You need to recover. I would say... For you, Stacy, you're probably you sound like a badass. Like, first of all, <laughs> you're going through it a second time around, yeah. so that means you already know like what it's like because you've been through the entire six weeks already. So, and you, you know, you just I don't know, you sound confident. In yeah, the I so, love it. <laughs> so I feel like she looks. For she you, I, the picture is so small on <laughs> yeah. here, but she looks like a badass too. So. Yeah. So the answer is that I would not recommend that for everybody, or especially not for a newbie, like a beginner person going through this program. Formula is already advanced it's for girls who are already fit and already in good shape and just like looking to shred off that last couple of pounds and really like lean up tight and everything so if you are already fit you've already been through the program once you know what you're doing and you feel like you could handle more then I would say yeah definitely point. go for it um, but if you you know it's your first time going through the program you're not sure then I would just stick to the program as written yeah. and really emphasize rest periods and everything yeah. any suggestions on how to add extra hit, I would say... I got a suggestion. Yeah, well, go for it. What? what would you suggest first? <laughs> you, so you want to interrupt me, well, now you don't. <laughs> I mean, I've already mentioned it a couple times to this episode. <laughs> what? Live Lean Sprint 2.0 <laughs> is a great hit program. Yeah, we I, both designed it together as yeah, well. Yeah. So it's very complimentary to your program that you designed. It's funny because my suggestion was going to be not to just like make up random yeah. hits, but actually like follow a proper hit hit training schedule and a sprint 2.0 is a great example of that it's a it's designed to be a plug-in program anyway exactly. so to pair with another program yeah and so i think following those two together would be amazing um it is going to be challenging you could just do like one a week from sprint yeah. as a complimentary like i'm saying you don't have to do it like every single day and i don't know if putting one of those on the same day as an FX workout would no. be... No, well, to be honest, Living Sprint, like you said, is built to be a plug-in program. So in there, we tell you how to combine it with our other programs. Right. So we show you, here's a schedule if you were doing Afterburn, here's how you would do a plug-in with Living Sprint and how you combine them. So yeah. we recommend, um, we make recommendations on should you do it on the same day? Should you do it, separate them? Should you do it on an off day? So all that's taken care of in the program. I think that answers your question and I really want to see your results because yeah. you sound like a confident, badass woman. <laughs> and I love it. All right, that's it for another show. Thank you guys so much for listening over on the podcast. Thank you for watching on YouTube. And uh, we don't have an, we, we don't. We didn't save a bonus we, podcast We don't have question. a bonus Whoops. question. <laughs> Whoops, but we always like to do a bonus question over on the podcast to get our YouTube viewers over there because po listening to podcasts while you're driving, while you're at the track or at, while you're at the gym is a great thing to keep you focused and also keep you learning while you're doing other things. It's a good kind of a secondary learning experience. Yeah. So thank you to all the podcast listeners. And if you haven't given us a review on the podcast yet, please do so. And then take a screenshot of it and tag us on Live Lean TV's Instagram and we'll give you, maybe we'll give you a little something. I know some people have been doing that. So we appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks we'll for see listening. We'll you guys at the next one. Make sure to watch our Live Lean TV Insta story if you want to be on the next show. Thanks for watching. Until next time. Live in Lee. Live in Lee. Boy.